You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 60. And today, ladies, we are talking about five tips to stop surviving with your health, but thriving in your business and what that looks like. And then I'm going to talk to you about five ways that a hectic lifestyle damages your health. And lastly, then we are going to be moving into how mindfulness improves your quality of life. And there's a freebie that goes along with this episode, and it's five key tips on how to improve your powerfulness so that you can enact all of this stuff that we are talking about today. And you want to go grab that, that freebie over at wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 60. Okay. Grab that. Let me know what you think about it. As always, leave us a rating review over in iTunes and come on, let's dive in and find out exactly how we can thrive, not only in business, but with our health. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint, have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options, and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast. And I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. And we are broadcasting today from sunny Southern California, where it is a crisp, hot 102 degrees today, and we are getting set to have record-breaking numbers in the next several days. You see here in sunny Southern California, we don't have spring. We go directly from winter right into full-blown blazing summer. Now, hey, I'm not complaining because it's hot every year, but it's just sometimes, you know, it's miserable. Even in the air, it's just miserable. So anyways... Hope you can sympathize with me just for just a tad. I know it might be snowing in other places or raining, and I know other areas are having record-breaking heat coming down the pike this week as well, but it's just my little rant, okay, between you and me, us gals. So today, ladies, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about mindset, and I wanted to talk to you about it from the perspective of stop surviving, and I want you to start thriving and living both with your health as well as you are doing that in your business. And then I want to talk to you about why hectic lifestyle can damage your health and give you five ways and show you five ways that it can do that. And then I want to talk to you about how mindfulness can help improve the quality and the health of your life. Okay. So you with me? All right. So here's the thing, ladies, when it comes to your health, Do you find yourself merely surviving or do you find yourself thriving in your health just like you do in all areas of your life and especially your business? 
because I know as busy businesswomen, most of the times, even though we may not want to admit it, we are more willing to thrive and put whatever it takes an effort out to thrive in our businesses, but we let our health slack off a bit. That's okay because I see that a lot. So I want you to know that women who thrive are focused on how they can reinvent themselves and be a success despite the negativity and adversity that surrounds them, both in their health and in their business, as they do not see these two items as mutually exclusive concepts. Rather, they see that their business needs them to be healthy and they need their health in order for them to do all areas of their life. So they see that there is a direct correlation between them being healthy and their businesses being healthy and surviving and thriving in both areas. Okay. So listen, ladies, everyone goes through rough times and there are plenty of things that are entirely out of our control. I so get that, you know, I get it. You know, you can't control the state of the nation. You can't control the economy. You can't control the weather or what other people do and say. However, there is something that you can control. And that is how you think, how you act, and how you respond to those things that are out of your control. So like I just said to my mom the other day, it's not about the things that happen to you that define you as a person. It's how you react to those things that happen to you to you. So I want you to be living and I want you to be thriving in all areas of your life. Okay. And not just surviving because I know a lot of you are thriving on the business side, but you're just surviving when it comes to the health side. Positive thinking ladies doesn't mean that you're being unrealistic, nor does it mean that you're sitting on the fence waiting for goodness to wash over you. Thinking is just the first step, mind you. What follows is taking action. And it's this action that is vital to understand, okay? That you can think things, but unless you act on them, nothing will come about, okay? The world is full of changes and we can either learn from them or we can just stay halted. We can create a plan to stop just surviving in our health because we've put it on the back burner and we can start moving it to the front burner and thriving in it alongside with our thriving businesses. So I want to talk to you about taking action steps that we can do both in our health and in our business. And these can help on both ends. So the first one is don't give in to negativity. No matter what it is, don't participate in negativities, ladies, whether it's gossip, it's naysaying, or even the recession. Keep your focus on your visions, your goals, whether they are for your business or for your life or for your health. I want you to start believing that success is within your grasp in all areas of your life. Remain positive, work hard, and take actions to grow. Next, don't invite judgment. You don't need to allow judgment from others to enter into your life, ladies, because by allowing it, you're inviting negativity. You are capable of doing so many amazing things. So don't make excuses 
and don't let outside judgments cloud yours. Okay. Even judgments that you may have about yourself, that maybe you've tried doing things before in the past and they haven't worked out. Just get that out of your mind. Next, this is the most important. And I really want to stress this issue with you ladies. And that is be accountable. You own your thoughts and you own your actions. So step up and take responsibility. Don't engage in finger pointing or pass the blame onto someone else or something else. If things go wrong, look at you and how you can alter the outcome. Do remember this. You can only be responsible for the things you have the power to change. And that is ourselves. Okay. So if you've not done well on an exercise program, don't blame it on the gym that the gym is too expensive. If you haven't done well on a better nutrition program, don't blame it on the nutrition program and say, oh, that didn't work. No, maybe the nutrition plan worked and maybe you didn't. So you have to own up to it. You know, it isn't bad to own up to our faults. Okay. It just means that we're being aware, we're recognizing them and we're being accountable and we want to change. Okay. Next, be a magnet for success. You want to start attracting money. You want to start attracting opportunities, positive things, love, peace, business, clients, health. Then you have to focus on what it is that you want and don't give your personal power to negative circumstances. That type of behavior, ladies, only gives power to your debt or your lack of success or your lack of health. By focusing on negative situations, you're gifting it away. Focus your thoughts on attention on how to achieve what you want. This motivates positivity and improves your creative flow. And with that, I want to let you know that today's freebie, I'm giving you five key elements to grabbing onto your personal power and how you can have more of it in your life. So you want to go over to Wellwoman Network, www.wellwomannetwork.com forward slash episode 60. Okay. And grab that freebie that goes along with today's thing. All right. Next is knowing your why. And you know, I've talked about this before, so this is nothing new. What makes you get up every morning, ladies? People who are living and thriving know their why and they use it as their fuel. They know their why for their business and they know their why for their personal and their health life. Once you finish listening to this, then I want you to take a half an hour and I want you to sit and I want you to write out and consider your why. What's important to you and why do you do it? What is it that you want? Discover the why and stay on track. Behind every goal, there's a why, and it's vital that you take time out to understand it. If you want to accomplish your goals, ladies, then you need to understand it to breathe purpose and meaning into it. It just does not happen on its own. Now, ask yourself this, who are you? Have you just been in survival mode with your health and your business has been thriving? Or have you been thriving in all areas of your life? Survivors view the world as uncertain and unfavorable. They're cautious and think narrowly. Livers and thrivers think positively. They find ways to solve their problems and act with courage and strength. They think outside the box and believe that every goal is achievable, whether it's in their business or in their health. They take action and they work hard to achieve these goals. They never give up. Okay. So 
I want you to think about these things because sometimes we can be thriving in our business, making lots of money, thriving in our career, working up that ladder, but we let our health go to the back burner and we struggle with it. And we struggle so much to the point that sometimes when we finally wake up and realize that we need to do something about it, it's overwhelming and we just say the hell with it and we don't even want to start. Okay. I've seen that happen so many times with busy business women. They get so focused and concentrated on their business or their career and the health and everything else goes to the wayside. And then all of a sudden they see a picture of themselves on Facebook, their friends show them they're overweight and they go, oh my gosh, how did I get like that? And then they start trying to do things about it and they go, oh, it's just too much trouble. Why bother? And then they stop. But here's the thing, ladies, you cannot have a healthy, successful business if you are not healthy. Your health depends on everything. Your family depends on you being healthy. Your career, your business depends on you being healthy. Your life depends on you being healthy. So it's time to take responsibility and move it from the back burner to the front burner. All right. Now I want to move in and talk to you about five ways that a hectic lifestyle meaning a busy business, business woman's lifestyle can be damaging to your health. The fast paced, hectic lifestyle ladies that many of us have come to adopt as the norm is not all it's cracked up to be. While many of us focus on doing more and more, we often forget the whole point of what we're trying to achieve, which is to be able to do less and less and still maintain a good lifestyle. Isn't that what we all want? What's the point of planting seeds if you have to sell the farm to do so? Yet this is all, this is yet often too, sorry, yet this is all too often what happens with most of us. When it comes to health, there is a dark side to constantly pushing yourself to produce more and more on the business side. One of the greatest deceptions to our health due to a hectic lifestyle comes in the form of negligence. Typically, when a person gets so busy with all the must-do things for their business or their other things in their life, they forget to take time out for the activities that might not be so urgent, but that still have a huge impact on the quality of their life. And these are things that have to do with your health. And the first one is exercise. The, The percentage of overweight and sedentary individuals, ladies, has been on the constant rise for many years. And just look around. Okay. You can see it everywhere in no small part. Thanks to a busy work pace life. Exercise is one of the largest factors in maintaining good health throughout your years. And anything that threatens to remove that piece of the puzzle puts the rest of the game in jeopardy. I mean, come on, we've taken PE and all that stuff, even out of school, elementary school and high school for most of the time, or maybe it's dropped down to a nil half an hour so that people get, and we're seeing the disastrous effects that it's having on our nation's youth. Even if someone stays strong and manages to make room in their life, in their life for exercise, there are usually other factors of maintenance that are neglected. And what are some of those? Well, first of all, nutrition. We all know when life gets to be too much to handle, good nutrition tends to be the first thing to go. Many people are too busy to sleep or breathe, let alone sit down and prepare a decent home cooked meal, let alone food prep or anything. Fast food and prepackaged food three times a day quickly becomes the substitute, and it goes without saying just how hard it can be to get consistently healthy fare on a fast food diet. Mental and emotional health too suffers when there isn't enough room on the plate for self-care. 
Ah, there's that word again, self-care. When asked what hobbies and activities they do for fun, many professionals will shrug their shoulders and say, air quotes, none. While this might not appear destructive on the surface, it can actually have severe consequences to mental and emotional stability. Relaxation and fun are just as important to good health as vitamins and sleep are. And there have been numerous studies, ladies, that have demonstrated the therapeutic and regenerative effects that hobbies and recreation can have both on physical and mental health. Many people who suffer from anger management issues, anxiety, and other emotional disturbances could probably trace the cause back to a drought of fun and relaxation in their life. Whether you're a fast-paced career woman or a successful entrepreneur, everybody needs to take a little bit of time to unwind and enjoy themselves, either daily, weekly, or at least monthly. A lack of fun and relaxation leads to the fourth detriment to health caused by an over-chaotic lifestyle, and that is chronic stress. And you know me in the stress word. There are countless studies, ladies, that expound the plethora of negative health consequences that stress produces, from heart attacks to weight problems and from depression to temporary personality disorders. There seems to be no aspect of life that is free from the, from the necrotic touch of chronic stress. Many marriages have ended because of financial reasons, quite possibly due to the constant stress fostered by deep financial issues, especially in today's economy, right? It is very difficult to maintain the passion of love when stress consumes every waking thought. When you are stressed at home, when you are stressed at the job, what else are you thinking about? Nothing fun. Okay. The fifth and final detriment to health caused by a hectic lifestyle, ladies, is that it can, that it can quite possibly change the course of your entire life. It is not uncommon to hear of cases where an individual begins working towards a career goal with the idea of using that career to achieve some long sought after dream. After years of life draining work, however, the dream is forgotten and replaced by the career itself. It isn't that the individual gave up on achieving the dream though, but rather that after focusing on their entire mind, their life and soul around the means to the end, the means eventually becomes the end in itself crowding out the original dream entirely. It is a natural consequence, ladies, that when a person obsesses and stresses over something for, a long, for long enough, that thought or idea begins to absorb the entire mind, becoming the central focus of their lives. The effect is basically that one trains our mind so much to think about the means, the career, the business, the finances, the bottom life, the bottom line, I mean, or whatever, that eventually that idea becomes the only thing that your mind is capable of comprehending and maybe even the only thing that the mind is capable of desiring. Where once a healthy zest for life once dwelled, there now resides a Trojan horse of empty time trials and productivity goals with no real end in sight. This is the ultimate trap of the hectic lifestyle, where one gets so used to living in constant rush of cortisol and adrenaline that she forgets how to enjoy the company of her friends, her family, or her health and or loses interest in the hobbies and dreams that once gave her hope and longing for the future. Instead of enjoying life, she merely tries to beat it and exist and survive like we just talked about. Existence becomes a meaningless chain of milestones that leads her nowhere. Okay? So ladies, for that reason alone, it is imperative to take some time to stop, disconnect, and I mean disconnect from your computer, from your phones, from technology for a little bit, 
smell the roses, and maybe even the moldy bananas beside the sink, just for the sake of remembering that life still exists outside the workplace. Because if life wasn't made up of the little moments of love, joy, laughter, and struggle, then what would be left? Having goals, ladies, and milestones is great, as long as they don't make you lose sight of the fulfillment you hope to gain from them, as well as your health. In like manner, having a crazy week or two here or there is just fine, as long as it doesn't become the norm. So you know what the mantra is that I always say, your health is your greatest life and business asset, so you must wear it wisely, because if you don't, who else is going to do it for you? Okay. Now I want to move in. I want to shift gears. So we talked about the five things that, you know, a hectic lifestyle, how it can ruin your health. Now I want to give you five ways that being mindful can improve the quality of your life and your health. Okay. You've all probably heard about mindfulness, right? You know, it's something Buddhist monks do, and it's kind of like meditation. And we all know that it's supposed to be good for us, right? Absolutely. But how good for you is it really? And exactly how can we benefit? First, we need to look at what mindfulness actually is. And then we need to explore how that can aid in our quality of life and our health on a day-to-day basis. So first of all, you're right in thinking that mindfulness is a form of meditation. It is in a sense. To put it quite simply, ladies, it's the art of paying attention to what is happening in each moment, or at least to one aspect of what is happening in each moment. So for example, take a moment now to focus on your breath. And you can do this whether you're in the car driving, listening to us, you're at the gym, you're walking, wherever you have your pod, you know, your little earbuds in, you can take a moment and I want you to focus on your breath, breathing. So I want you to breathe in. Notice the cool air coming through your nostrils. Breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. Now breathe out and notice the warmer air coming out through your nostrils as you, as you exhale. Now, do this a few more times. Guess what? You've just practiced mindfulness. So how does it feel? What did you notice? Now, of course, there's no right or wrong answers, but besides becoming aware of the experience of breathing, something we don't generally do in the rush of our stressed out lifestyles, you may have noticed that you, that you, that you feel, or you hear your breath. You may notice that your mind in that few moments that you were doing it and that you were concentrating on the breath, you felt still, you felt quiet, you felt peacefulness. Now, don't judge yourself, ladies, if you do not have any of these positive feelings. I want you just to accept the experience without labeling it good or bad. Remember, as we talked about in the first part of the podcast, no judgment. Non-judgment is the most helpful spirit in which to practice mindfulness. Don't be judging yourself and beating yourself up. That's counter, it's counterintuitive. Those moments of quietness, still peacefulness would benefit you in a number of ways. So the first one is this mindfulness will help you to experience more peacefulness in your life. Some Buddhists do say and suggest that you give the monkey mind, the one that's always on, you know, the one that's always talking to you and chattering to you a job, i.e. when you are focusing on your breath, you are giving that little monkey something to do. You're giving it a job. Thus it quiets and it calms the inner self. This allows you to feel peaceful and turn your brain waves slow. Your parasympathetic nervous system kicks in and your body starts to relax. And that's what we want. 
Number two, mindfulness causes your body to relax, ladies. In a study where participants practice mindfulness for just five minutes a day, okay, we're not talking hours here. We're talking five minutes a day over a three-week period. It was found that they that there was increased reports of stress reduction, more positive relationships with others, and mastery of one's environment. Okay, now those are some great things to accomplish in just five minutes a day. So for goodness sakes, take five minutes. Benefit number three, you become focused on one task at a time. This will allow you to be more productive and accomplish more without being exhausted from the many stressors we deal with every day. Mindfulness helps us to break out of our habitual unproductive thought patterns, which may include anxiety, fear, and other forms of negative thinking, and it allows us to be present to what is. It is in being present that we experience a sense of spaciousness and awareness of the moment, and that spaciousness, awareness, we slow down in that. Yet, we get more done, and we become more efficient when we slow down, okay? We all think that, hey, if we're multitasking, we're getting so many things done. But you know what? You know the old saying, you know, what is it? The, um, the, I forgot what it is. You know, you know a lot of things, but you're not the master of anything. Yes, that's what happens. You're doing a lot of little tasks all at once, but you're never really doing one task fully well. So if you become mindful and you just are concentrating on one thing, then you get to concentrate and you get things done. It's the same thing like what I've been learning when I've been doing my exercise and going to the gym. Now, I see some people go when I'm at the gym and they do arms, they do legs, they do chest, they do this, they do a combination of all of it and they're in the gym for two, three hours. And I've learned to really practice this mindfulness with my body. So one day I'll go in and all I'll do is half an hour, maybe 45 minutes, actually probably an hour because I do, I try to do 30 minutes of cardio ahead of time. And I just focus on one specific area. I'll work on my legs and I'll work on my thighs or I'm working on my calves. The next day I'm just working on my chest. The next day I'm going to do biceps and triceps. The next day I'm going to do back or a combo of just two different body parts, not where you're trying to get in all of it because then you don't, none of it benefits when you're just constantly throwing the body into a state of chaos. Okay. Benefit number four, mindfulness increases happiness. And you know, I did a whole episode on happiness by being mindful. Ladies, we can, we can let go of the past, avoid getting caught up in the worries about the future, and we can participate and appreciate the joy in the inherent moment. We can smell the scent of a beautiful flower. We can savor a delicious meal, enjoy the feel of wind on our face and so on. Mindfulness also allows us to experience much deeper connections with others. We can be more present with them and experience our relationships more fully when we are concentrated on the moment and we are not feeling like we are distracted. Hence, when me and my family and my and I've got my kids and we sit down to dinner and we go out to dinner and if I'm paying, I tell them all cell phones are off, put them in the front of the center of the table. If you want to pay, then fine, you can be on your cell phone. Because otherwise, what's the point of going to dinner with family if everybody's on their cell phone? right? Or when I go to the gym, I see so many people sitting on the exercise machines and they're sitting there texting, talking to their friends on it. I'm like, you know, I I come to the gym and I'm coming to practice to get my exercise done. If the only thing I do, I listen to music. I don't sit there and text and I don't sit there and talk to my friends on the phone either. Okay. Number five and the last one, mindfulness improves your physical health. And of course I saved this for number five because it's the most important. Not that all of them aren't important, right? As far-fetched as this sounds, ladies, there's plenty of science to back this up, and you know how I feel about research and science. Studies have found that mindfulness can lower blood pressure, 
improve sleep, and reduce chronic pain. So there you have it, ladies, five beautiful incentives to practice mindfulness and enhance your quality of life and health in just five minutes a day. All right. Remember five minutes a day. So remember now, don't forget the freebie that goes along with this five key tips on how to improve your personal power, because when you gain and give yourself back the power in all areas of your life, you'll be able to master all these other things very quickly as we talked about today. So I hope you gained some great information on how to thrive and not just survive in your health in relationship to your business. I hoped you learned how having such a busy, hectic life can really put a detriment on your health. And then I hope that you gain some things in learning about how to practice five minute daily mindfulness to really get a focus on your life, but more importantly, how it aids in your health, because it helps you slow down and it helps you de-stress because ladies, like I've said before, we are never going to be a hundred percent stress-free in this world. And it's not about so much as reducing the stress. Yes, we need to reduce the stress, but we're always going to have some form of stress. So it's how do we respond number one to that stress and, and how are we able to adapt to it? And when one of the studies that I was reading about mindfulness is that your brain can actually change how it perceives and reacts to stress around you when you practice this art and it's called an art because when negativity or when stress come towards you, when you practice this mindfulness, you're able to slip into a different state of your mind where the stress and the chaos doesn't affect you physically. And you're able to go about and continue doing things in a normal fashion without getting anxious or, or stressed or, you know, worried. And that is a big thing. So don't take this little five minutes of mindfulness, you know, lightly start practicing it today. So I hope that you have a blessed week. May God richly bless you. And until next week, ladies, bye for now.